What's in the queue? 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 Chatting with those neighbors, they've got two kids, and I'm like, we have two kids. And there are, there's a wide age, age range, because yeah. their littlest is probably in like the three, four range. Right. Their oldest is probably maybe around Cassie's age, maybe a year older. Uh-huh. But that's okay. Right. Because it's not crazy children to play with, and they they seem nice and right. respectful, and they have a trampoline, so I mean... <laughs> well, we come with a trampoline. <gasps> Please move into my neighborhood. Please. I know, right? Please, please, well, please, I gotta please, go to the please, bank. Please, I gotta figure out. They could be go like, you can't get anything. You suck. It's I mean, <laughs> those are really harsh words. Well. Uh, so, I was, you know, four minutes late. For, oh. Because oh, I yeah. tried to save a dog. <laughs> well, I mean, that's definitely a good enough reason for me for you to be late. Like, I was like, ooh, dog. <laughs> It was... Like, you tried to put a dog in your car? Yeah. Well, because it was by the road. It was, like, right, like, uh-huh. you know, my little row of houses and then the... Yeah, yeah. The things. It was right there, and it was by the road. And I was like, what's this? I, like, turn around, <laughs> come back. I'm, like, in the middle of my street. That's fine. Just put your four-way zone. I did. Okay. Oh, look at you being safe. I was joking. Look, look uh, at you, No, though. I'm dead. <laughs> and I was like... I rolled down the window. I was like, dog. And it was like, looked at me and it started coming towards my car. I was like, woman. And then I got out and I was like, a dog. And it was like, I'm like, okay. And I'm like, but, but come here. (laughs) Mere, mere dog. (laughs) And it, and it said, no. it said no. I mean, dogs clearly speak a language. It had a collar on. So it was somebody, it was a nice looking dog. Sure. No idea what it was. But the coloring was nice. Okay. Was it like a reddish color? No, it was okay, like... because that was the dog that attacked Gary a few months ago. <sighs> well, I would have put it in drive. <laughs> um, <laughs> nobody messes with my Gary. Uh, no, it was like black and white, gray, like spotted, like it was... Okay. Fancy. Oh. But it, it, didn't ha- it, it, it didn't say nice things to me when it barked. You know, and consent is very important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Be mine. Be mine. No. See? Yeah. Um, but I was just, I didn't want him to get hit. Which is fair, but... I don't like, want to get also, bit Yeah, either. like, no hit, no bit. Yeah. Really. I mean, that's the goal. Um, yeah. Can I share a story with you? Yeah. Uh, would you like to hear about how I almost bled out in the shower? I'm sorry, what? Uh, yeah, no, so, the other morning before work, yeah. shaving my legs, new razor, I'm like, yeah, 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 new razor, got that Dollar Shave Club razor, hey, oh, nice, Dollar nice. Shave Club, uh-huh. uh, this is a good advertisement for you, trust me. Um, <laughs> so, like, I make, I make the pass up the calf, yeah, and then I slip in the shower, and proceed to, like, gouge back downward on my leg, what? and I'm gonna show you, hold on, without kicking over the wine. Don't do that. Girl. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. Bled in the shower for like a solid 10 minutes. Oh my God. Can you describe to our listening audience what you just saw? Well, it looks like you got into a fight with a razor and you lost. I did. That's what it looks I, like. It kind of looks like SOS in uh, Morse code on <laughs> yeah, the leg. Yeah, it, it is a little Morse code-ish. <laughs> um, didn't the last time you get cut, I got cut in it because... <laughs> Did you get cut? I did. Here, clink. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, we shouldn't have sharp objects. That's all there is to it. But I don't want hairy legs or armpits. Right. I'm like yelling in the shower. I'm like, can I get a band I don't want to bleed all over the floor. No, this is at like 4.30 in the morning. So I can't can, even no yell. Help. Like, no help. There's no help to be had at 4.30 in the morning. Well, and you know what else? I am abusing my legs. I have maybe something similar to that okay. on my other leg. Okay. Because not once, but twice, did I go to close my car door and catch my leg. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, how? So. Like, as you're getting in You know, like, out? how the car door kind of out. Like, you know how, like, at the bottom the it kind of curves out? Yeah. So, apparently, did, I'm not moving yeah. my leg over far enough before I close the door. I got okay. I got some boo-boos. That's fine. <laughs> like, That's fine. And both times I was like, yeah, I'm probably bleeding right now. <laughs> uh, today I found out that the back door yeah. on the Traverse, yeah. it, when you push the little button and it goes down, mm-hmm. if you don't have your groceries pushed in all the way, the door will come back up and oh. not squish your groceries. Ooh. So, like, it won't crush your child's leg either. Yeah. It's great. Safety. It is safety. We like to take two for it. <laughs> Do we, though? Do we? Try to. So. Hi. Hi. (laughs) This is What's in the Queue. Let me swallow my wine. With Krishan and Emily. That's us. Hi. Hey, 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 hey. I'm so excited to talk about this. Are you really? I am depressed as hell. But it's. So good. It's okay. It's so good that I broke our don't research rule. <laughs> you did. I did. But like. I had to. So I found out about this doc right before it came out. My favorite murder? No. Okay. Um, I just happened to see like a preview, like a trailer for it. Okay. Like on Facebook probably. Sure, sure, sure. And I was like, oh, this looks good. And then I watched it like as soon as it came out. Yeah. Oh, it was everything I had hoped it would be. See, now, I heard about this whole story from my favorite murder. Uh, and they, I think Karen was the one that told the story. Uh, and Karen kind of presented it in in a different fashion than the way I interpreted the documentary. Do tell. Did I, how did I miss this episode? Oh, I'm sure you heard it. But they've had like a hundred episodes or more. So. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, 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 we're stepping out on Netflix this week. Yeah. We're watching the HBO documentary, Mommy, Dead and Dearest. <laughs> it's fucked up, y'all. Like, yeah. this is a messed up story. Yeah. Uh, Murder. And... Uh, you know, last week after the end of Burlesque, a heart of the glitter tribe i did say i wanted to get back into murder and boy howdy did we jump back into some murder right like this doc is everything you want a murder doc to be i would agree right i would agree twists turns what the fuck is going on hot fathers well okay we'll get into that later a lot of bobby boucher okay but I'm just saying... Uh, foosball is the devil. He's continuing my trend of being attracted to potential murderers' fathers. That's all. <laughs> it's carried over from the confession tapes. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about it. Mommy Dead and Dearest, by, uh, directed by Aaron Lee Carter. It's a 2017 documentary. It's, like, hot off the presses. Yeah. Um, on the surface, it tells the story of the murder 
of Dee Dee Blanchard by her daughter and her daughter's boyfriend. Yeah. I want to start li- like from the beginning from Dee Dee and go forward. <sighs> yeah. That's actually that's like good. I want to tell like, the story and how it happened. Like that surface that surface level like that's the surface of the that's the outer yeah. layer of the onion. Peel that back. Yeah. And what you find is so disturbing and rotten and awful. <laughs> Give them Dee Dee. Okay. So Dee Dee grew up in the back country of Louisiana. I, I even think there you put too many letters in there. Louisiana. <laughs> um, she had an interesting attitude. <laughs> Shall we say? Personality? Um, yeah. She was definitely um, a manipulator. A liar? A liar. N- not nice. A fraud? Yes. Con artist? All the things. <laughs> she um, meets Rod. Hey, Rod. In hey. a bowling alley. Like you do. Um, Listen, we've all met people in bowling alleys. Okay, don't judge. I don't want to talk about it <laughs> um so Dee, Dee gets pregnant rod by the way is 17 at the time so they get married because that's what you do did rod say how old Dee, Dee was when they met no because i got the vibe she was in her 20s yeah okay that's what i feel like okay um he he talks about you know that she was into dark things which witchcraft. is kind of it's kind of vague i mean because given our yeah, right. Past discussions, like, they might describe us that way as well. Yeah. She, you know, he, you know, they talk about that, you know, she was a weird girl, possibly had bipolar, possibly multiple personalities, and just plain evil. Evil. Like, evil. Like. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, she was... I don't know. She was kicked, basically kicked out of the bayou because she had run bad checks. She had stole. I mean, she was just a, not a good person. Yeah. Um, she, there was even talk that they, um, think that she poisoned her aunt no, her, and her, she was starving her own mother. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like her mother became basically invalid and, like, wouldn't bathe her, and she was begging for food, and she would not feed her. So there's kind of been this suspicion. Also, the aunt was getting sick, and they think that she was poisoning her. Um, one of the cousins, he kind of talks a little bit, but I don't really want to talk about him too much, because... He was kind of throw. I, I liked him, but I he, liked Bobby. he was kind of throwing in, like, more, like rumor hearsay kind of stuff but okay so like bobby's testimonies about his aunt dd reminded me of the way like the way family members complain about family members right. who are dead who like totally hurt them right like i i feel like i'm sure there's so much truth in everything that like her stepmom was saying her dad was saying like right. and, and her nephew like everybody was saying but it all had that tinge of, man, they really hated that woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll talk a little bit more just how much they did not like her. Um, but so Gypsy Rose was born. Um, and I think pretty much Rod and Dee Dee's relationship crumbled, like, right after that. 
Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, you always got the sense that, sure, okay, Rod didn't necessarily have physical custody right. or anything like that, but you always got the sense that he was always sending money, like child support, that he was still active in Gypsy's life as much as Dee Dee would let him be. See, and I got a little bit of that, and I also got a little bit of really didn't want to deal with her, Dee Dee. Sure. So really just whatever Dee Dee said, Rod was like, okay. Which, And he was again, off, I mean, granted too, he was 17. 17 or 18. So he like, was a child. Barely an adult. Plus, let's not forget, he's got a baby mama who is literally a master manipulator. Right. So, so anyways, 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 so, um, as soon as, you know, Gypsy was born, um, she, you know, Dee Dee was started telling Rod that, you know, she's got leukemia, she has seizures, she's got to be tube fed, she's got MS, she can't walk, like all these things, sleep apnea, um, she's got a chromosome disorder, digestive problems, anything and everything, Lung disease, heart disease, yeah, all of it. Dee Dee was telling everyone that's what Gypsy had. Yeah, Gypsy was in a wheelchair. Um, and 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 she started moving further and further away from Louisiana, and from everybody that knew her and them. Well, in their covers—I don't know if I want to call it a cover story—but their convenient story as to why they were no longer in Louisiana was Hurricane Katrina from mm-hmm. 2005, mm-hmm. which. Okay, yeah. A lot of people left Louisiana. Yeah. Okay. So, um, basically, Dee Dee has Munchausen by proxy. Yes. So, she has created all these fake illnesses that she claims that Gypsy Rose has. Here's where I started getting really mad. Because Here's where you started getting mad? Well, because... There was one doctor that made a little notey note and did nothing else besides that. Yeah. Doctor after doctor after doctor after hospital after hospital. Uh, they were giving her surgeries for conditions that they that had, just the mom said she had. She had eye procedures. She had her salivary glands taken out. She, she had, had her feeding, feeding tube, tube put in. And, and uh, her, her lawyer, Mike... Uh, Mike Stanfield, he takes, in the documentary, he takes uh, Rod and uh, Rod's wife, Christy. I heart her. Mm -hmm. I heart her so much. Rod and Christy, you're adorable together. Um, They kind of, he kind of walks them through some of, uh, some of Gypsy's medical records. Yeah. And it's, it's this one doctor, Dr. Bernardo Flasterstein, who specifically says in his letter, in his, in his medical record, the mother is not a good historian. Right, and also says that there's a possibility that she has Munchausen. Yeah. And that he believes that Gypsy can walk because her muscle tone in her legs is not that of somebody who has not been walking for years. Yeah. So. And it's just, the documentary does, the, the documentary does a great job of pointing out just how many cracks Gypsy fell through. Oh, yeah. Because we have... In our society, we have safety nets up to protect our children for a reason. We have checks and balances, and we have people who can go check on uh, potential abuse. And and we have communities in place to help people with special needs. 
Right. We used to. We might not in the future, but that's another story. Uh, and every one of those checkpoints, Dee Dee lied and manipulated her way into just keeping Gypsy to herself. Yeah. At one point, they talked about that Gypsy Rose was in the hospital over 100 times in just one year. Yeah. Um, so now they're, um, where are they? They're in Missouri. Yes, Springfield. Um, they got a Habitat for Humanity house. Disney um, trips. They got Disney trip through Make-A-Wish. Yep. Um, and, and, I mean, endless amounts of support from the town, like, donating things and, I'm sure, paying for whatever. Well, the, and, and Dee Dee had Facebook pages uh, set up, charity Facebook pages, to where people could donate to... You know, help offset Gypsy's medical costs, which I'm sure were staggering. Right. Um, it showed a picture of the med closet, which was basically a pantry. Mm-hmm. Top to bottom, every shelf full of medicines and yeah. medical things. Um, oh, I didn't write that down. I, Gypsy lists all the medication that her mom had her on one point, and she couldn't even remember all of them. Right. I know. I know Xanax was in there. There was, uh, like, yeah, like there was medicine for her heart. There was medicine for her lungs. There was medicine for pain. Like, how she did not die is amazing. Oh, seizures! Don't forget the seizure medication. Right. Which, if you don't have seizures, seizure medication can give you seizures. Right. So, good lord. Right. Um, And when we talk about total control, like, total control doesn't even cover what Dee Dee had over Gypsy. Right. For a long time. I mean, even to the point where, you know, she was telling Rod that, oh, she doesn't know how old she is. She was telling her she was younger. That she Um, had a a severe mental retardation. Yeah. That set her back five to ten years. Yeah. and, you know, Rod's hearing things like, well, she can walk, you know, and so he confronts Dee Dee and she's like, well, but she's about to not be able to and it hurts her too much and she gets right. too tired. So that's why she's in the wheelchair. Which, if you look up the definition of muscular dystrophy, that's how it, I mean, that's how it works. Yeah. Well, and, and part of how she's slipping through the cracks a little bit, I'll say, is she requested all of the medical records every Dee-dee time did. she went to the doctor. Yeah, yeah Dee Dee would request the medical records. Um, and so when she noticed that a doctor was kind of sniffing her out, she'd go to a different hospital. Yeah. Different doctor, different, doctor, different, different place. Different network. Yeah. Um, so now Gypsy is... Well, uh, before I get there, um, Gypsy does try to branch out a little bit but she has no compass of the world whatsoever because mommy has total control um she she did like disney though well who doesn't well and i (laughs) when the second she said oh i always love disney stories i'm like she likes rapunzel of course Mm -hmm. she likes she's gonna she's gonna say she likes rapunzel boom she likes rapunzel exactly um the the first friend she makes online, apparently somehow she had her own secret Facebook account so Dee Dee wouldn't see what she was doing, which I can't quite figure that out. But anyways, um, the first friend she makes is an old man that was like, oh, let's meet up at this cosplay thing. 
Oh, the Comic-Con that she went to. Yeah, and then he was like, oh, you can come live with me. Creepy. Creepy. Was that an old person? Yes. I missed that part. There was a picture. (gasps) His face was blurred, but he had white, like, he was old. Oh, Um, man, I totally missed that. But, you know, Gypsy says within four hours, her mom found her and brought her back. Had her declared incompetent, um, convinced the cops that, you know, Gypsy just, she couldn't make any decisions for herself and so the cops would be like okay yeah and it's at that point where gypsy's like i knew that i could not escape and right. and even if i did get away the police would just come get me and my my mom had won she'd won everything right so fast forward to now gypsy's technically an adult mm-hmm. um T- 21 or 22 yeah uh, um, uh, her mother's presenting her as 14 or 15, though. Yeah. 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 Um, again, with the secret Facebook account, um, she... Oh, actually, she went on a Christian dating site. Okay. Um, <laughs> just... You are loving this. <laughs> God. I'm just letting you roll, She man. meets up with Nicholas John. Mm. Weird name. Anyways. Um, you know, so they're on this Christian dating site with the back and forth. And so basically the first person that paid her attention, she was like, yes. Well, again, the documentary points out, well, Gypsy's only sense of reality is what her mom says. Yes. And what she's seen in Disney movies. Exactly. So now you have this guy that comes in, which I mean, let's talk about Nick a little bit. Okay, so Nick, uh, his mom says that he's been clinically diagnosed with uh, uh, Asperger's mm-hmm. and autism. So you have a guy with hyperfocus who says he has multiple personality disorders, not diagnosed. I don't know about mm-hmm. that, but he has he has this dark side. To him. Or are we going to talk about the masturbating in <laughs> McDonald's for nine hours? Because that is a beautiful example of white privilege. Because God help a black man walk into Starbucks. But this motherfucker sat in a McDonald's jacking off to porn for nine fucking hours. Yeah. Before he got arrested. Yeah. White privilege. Well, I mean, besides that. What? what? I mean, I guess McDonald's has free Wi-Fi. Where's the thought process? The thought you know, I'm feeling a little frisky today. Can I have a hash brown? And I'm brown? also hungry. Can I have a hash brown while I click, click, clickety click? Did he... <laughs> Oh, finish that joke. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. So he brought his own special sauce. Mm, his... He made some right there. Made it. Homemade. Mac sauce. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Oh, and, oh, and BCW, Nixon to BDSM. Big time. Which, okay, okay. Fine. We are all about consent. I am never going to yuck someone's yum as long as it's between consenting adults. Right. Oy. I'm not into it, but that's, who cares? It's, it's, it's not your yum. It's okay. Nope. Um. Right. So, he definitely talks Gypsy Rose into being into it. Um. Well, and, and his favorite part, his preferred part of of BDSM is that women will be submissive to him. Mm-hmm. Perfect match. Which is why I don't get into BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, so, you know, he's claiming, you know, these multiple personalities. So he needs 
her to give him multiple personalities of herself so all of his personalities will be happy. They can all date. Yeah. So... Which, I mean, Gypsy goes for it because, again, she has no frame of reference. Her only frame of reference, again, Disney movies and Nick's ex texting her on Facebook saying, this guy's fucked up. Please don't get with him. Right. And she's like, oh, he's just, she's just a jealous ex. Which... We've all had the We've all been there. Right. at some point go, he's a bastard. And you're yeah. Like, nah. Yeah. And then you're like, Shit, oh, wait, you, you were, were right. right. So some of these um, other personalities that Gypsy Rose was. Oh, did you write them down? The little girl. Kitty was her name. Um, and creepy stuff like, I'm sorry, daddy. Like that's, it creeps me out. It's cool if you like it. It just bothers me. Um, slut was Candy. And also evil, which is Ruby. They also got into some, like, mad love cosplay roleplay, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Little Joker Harley business. Which, I mean, we've all done, okay? Like, I'm not like, trying to judge you. It's seriously. Don't judge me. I don't care. It's fine. Right. It's fine. Do what you want. Sure thing, Mr. J. Uh, <laughs> stop. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Your bed is right there. I want to think about it. Anyways, so... She finally starts telling Nicholas the truth about her, um, you know, and, and obviously she says, well, the only thing I really knew was that I could walk. Right. G- but other than D- that, Didi I had thought... Her, Didi had her, according to Gypsy, 100% convinced that she had all the all of these illnesses. And if that's the only way you've grown up, yeah, I'm inclined to believe her on that, but there is still a little bit in the back of my head that's like... Are you sure, babe? Are you sure? Right. Because I truly do think that she might have some things. Like, she may have really got some of Dee Dee's personality. She had a master class in manipulation for 15 years. Right. And that's why, like, I'm trying not to hate on her because I'm like, that's what she... That's the, the only, only thing, thing she, she knows. Saw. That's the only thing she knows. But she still is that. Yeah. So yeah. It, 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 okay. it's okay. a war. Well, yeah. Um. So they decide to meet up, Nicholas and Gypsy, at a movie theater with Dee Dee there. Um. Apparently they have sex in the bathroom, which I still don't know how that happened. Like okay. how? Well, see, like what Dee Dee happens let is the man. <laughs> Like, how Dee Dee was like, go to the bathroom by yourself. I'm not going to be there. Yeah. You know what I'm... It, like, I'm a little confused. The, well, the whole plan is a bad plan because they they plan to meet at the live-action Cinderella. Yeah. Like, which they is, just met each other. Like, oh, look at this guy that I just met in the theater. He's alone at a kid's movie. Right. And he's like, an adult. Right. So, um, Dee Dee's like, uh, uh, right away. Yeah. So, um, but, so, no, I don't know how... I don't know how that part of their plan worked out, but real quick, I want to give a shout out to the female detective that is interrogating Nick during this documentary. She is a fucking badass. Nothing, nothing phases her. No. And if it does phase her, like if she's not unflappable, she saves all of her flaps until the camera is not recording because she, yes, ands him Uh the entire time. Yeah. And goes with it. And and never at any time in the interrogation goes, dude, that's fucked up. Right. 
Which I know it's her job as an as a detective well, I'm just as like, interrogator, but Jesus, what level she's... of crazy stuff has she heard that that she was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. uh huh, yeah, okay. So you guys had sex, uh huh, uh-huh. and and then what did you do after you had sex? Right, like, like what other level? Oh my god, of stuff has she already heard that she's just like, I just, da 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 da. I I didn't catch her name. No, I didn't. I didn't. See it listed anywhere because sometimes they list detectives and police officers, but th- this time I don't think they did. No, because it was just focusing on him right. being interviewed and the things that he was saying. But if for whatever reason she ever listens to this, you are my favorite person ever, and yeah. I love you. You're the best. Yeah. Please keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, lady cops rule. Yes. Anywho, anywho, so, so they realize they can't be together. This plan hmm. doesn't work out. Her star-crossed the, lovers. The beast will not have his beauty. <laughs> watch this documentary. Please watch this documentary. So, yeah. and yeah, and, and, you know, Gypsy realizes, I love this man, mm-hmm. and my mom is never going to let me go. So they hatch plan B. Yeah. Well, and they've talked about plan B off and on, but it was always like, this is last resort. This is in theory, you know, very extreme... Uh, apocalyptic measure. Yeah. So it's kind of presented that this is all Gypsy's idea, which I don't believe for one second. I believe I think it's, it's a combo. I believe it's both of I them. I believe it's very a solid much. combo. Um, so the night, um, Nicholas takes a bus to get to, uh, Missouri to where Gypsy's at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, there's a series of texts, and I wrote them down. Did you... God, you love this documentary. Oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so... Gypsy, this is fucked up. <laughs> Gypsy says, I left the gloves outside the door. The door is squeaky, so shh. Basically. Yeah. Paraphrasing, okay? Um, and then I'll hand you the knife and the duct tape. Now, Nicholas texts... I'm in, get into the bathroom. So Gypsy goes into the bathroom, supposedly. I don't believe that either. Um, and she replies with, Sir, yes, sir. That, that was Sir, yes, sir. <laughs> it's on. Um, and God, I hate being so. <sighs> Nicholas goes into Dee Dee's room. Uh, Dee Dee claims she hears. Or, sorry, Gypsy claims that she hears Dee Dee call out to her, and then some screaming, and then silence. Gypsy claims she's in the bathroom with her hands over her ears in this horrendous fetal position because of what's happening. Um, Nicholas stabbed her, I don't even know how many times, a lot. I, I mean, just in the, the couple pictures that they did show, they do show some crime scene photos. Yeah. Um... I know I saw like eight or nine yeah. stab wounds just in her back. Yeah. Um, he's, he stabs her multiple times, um, while she's in her bed still. Um, and then he goes into the bathroom where Gypsy is and he, they have sex or he raped her. Okay. This is a little confusing. Yeah. Um, they kind of came up with a rape pact. Because yeah. Nick had talked about wanting to rape uh, Dee Dee, G- Dee Dee Gypsy's mom. And Gypsy was like, I'm not cool with that, sir. Uh, so she's like, well, why don't we have sex and, like, 
you know, you can get a little rough. You can rape me. Yeah, is you can what like she says. you can you can like pretend to rape me, and that way you don't have to rape my mom. And and, and again, props to this female detective for getting all of this out of Nick, mm-hmm. because you know he talks about how you know his preferred type of sex is a little rough but always consensual, and you know they had they had great sex and he bit her a couple times and then they kind of finished up because they had a lot of packing to do. And Gypsy's story is like, well, we started to have sex, and then it got too rough, and I said no, but he didn't stop. So as far as I'm concerned, he raped me. I don't know how to handle that. I don't know how to handle that. I don't want to not believe someone when they say they were raped. I want to take, yeah, all allegations should be taken seriously. Yeah. And should be investigated. So we'll leave. Just leave leave that. I don't know. I'm going to leave it in the lap of that female detective that I love, and I love her. Yeah. Um, so they they pack everything up. They head to a hotel. Um, obviously, Gypsy's walking. She's she ex- good. She's ecstatic, too. Oh, yeah. There, like, there is uh, this again, wonderful video of them Nick, <laughs> Nick in bed naked, um, oh. and things were, words were exchanged, and... I felt very yucky. But, okay, but again, this is her... Okay, this is literally... This is the real-life version of Rapunzel getting out of that tower when she sings that song, and she talks about, you know, being free, but being scared, but being free, but being scared. Mm-hmm. It's, like, she she acted out Rapunzel scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, they are all happy, blah, blah, blah head back to Wisconsin where Nick is from and she's just like I'm free they move in with Nick's mom and stepdad um they shipped the murder weapon in the mail well and some money too and like $3,500 or $5,000 sorry um and so Gypsy decides that she's gonna go on Facebook in the shared account that Dee Dee and Gypsy share the one that dd conned people out of money with yeah yeah um and proceeds to write i fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her uh her sweet innocent daughter her scream was so fucking loud l-o-l lol Uh, so then people are like, did you get hacked? Which honestly would probably be my response. Right. Like what's happening? Oh, it did remind me about the Facebook murder house here in Fort Wayne. What? Okay. What? Okay. Quick side story. There is a house and I will drive you past it one day. Um, triple, uh, double homicide and suicide. Uh, dude out in Washington state got on Facebook. One of his friends uh, was, you know, typical Facebook bitching post about, you know, um, tagged his ex-girlfriend. This is all your fault. If you hadn't have done this with him, this would have never happened to you. Okay. Dude out in Washington state calls the Fort Wayne police department. It was like, this is on my Facebook timeline and I don't know what to do with this. Will you please check this out? Go to the house. Dude had killed his ex-girlfriend and her new boyfriend and then killed himself in the house. Who's the guy in Washington? Just, like, a friend of the dude. Oh, he saw the... Di- uh, he okay. saw the Facebook post. Uh, uh, called uh, uh, Fort okay. Wayne Police Department. Whoa. Yeah, Facebook murder house. When I lived on the other side of town, I had to drive past that house all the time to go to the mall. So I'm like... When Facebook. was this? Oh, uh, it was a few years ago. <gasps> I know, right? 
They've subsequently rehabbed the house and like painted it yellow and all kinds of but stuff. Yeah, but yeah, the blood I know. still comes through the walls every time they paint it. I, <laughs> I mean, I see it. <laughs> all right, okay. okay, back to Dee Dee and Gypsy. Yeah, I mean Gypsy and Nick, whatever. Whatever. Um, so obviously they get arrested, like pretty quick, like within a day. Like this yeah. all happened, uh, like June, mid June of 2015, mm-hmm. and like by two days later, the Wisconsin police have them detained. Yeah, and are working with Missouri authorities. So this is really where the documentary starts with Gypsy getting interviewed by the police and it, and it goes, um, so your mom's dead. Uh, and, and and he's, he's like continuing to go on and she's like, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. what? Like my mom's, like my mom's dead. Yeah. Again, that's, and, and okay. And then, okay. So going back to what I was saying, Mm -hmm. like when Karen presented this, story on my favorite murder Mm -hmm. she very much presented in the fact that there is this abused child who lashed out against her abusive mother which is also true it's true watching this documentary i got (gasps) i got a different vibe out of gypsy like i definitely feel like maybe she's a sociopath who doesn't know any better right but this is the hard part is she one because of Dee Dee and what she went through? Or is she just is one? Is she just one? Right. <laughs> because still, really, the only two people that know what was going on in that house when nobody was around was Dee Dee and Gypsy. We don't really know if at some point Gypsy was just in on it with Dee Dee. Yeah. To a point. Yeah. Well, and also, except for uh, videotapes of nick's interrogation we have no we have nothing from nick's side of the story right like he he is not in this documentary in any sense like our only narrator for the night in question besides nick's interrogation is what gypsy says right and one of the questions they asked was are you happy that your mom is not here to hurt you anymore which is a fair question yeah but, but I loved her, and I'm like, I get it. That's that's why it's so hard with her. Like, I want to have all the sympathy, but I also have that little bit back there too. Well, and honestly, I keep going back to Rapunzel. I because right, you know, at the end of the day, Rapunzel loved Mother Gothel. Right, G- Gothel, Gurgle, Gothel, Gothel. Yeah, yeah, loved Mother Mother Gothel, even though that love was toxic. Well, right. She still loved her. Right. Well, and like they, you know, uh, one of the psychologists explained too, with a Munchausen victim, they can lose any sense of reality. There is no reality. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Do I think that she needed to get away from Dee Dee? Yeah. Yeah. Do I wonder how Gypsy is going to be when she gets out in 2024? Very much. I do really wonder. Because she's only a few years younger than us. Yeah, because then the 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 problem became, you know, with going to trial is, yeah, we totally get why you killed her, but you still killed her. So is this balance? Should she be punished? How bad should she be punished? Like, what's right? What's wrong? Da 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 da. Well, and I got I gotta say, it, as far we'll talk about Nick's trial in a second because that was my yeah. I rule breaking Googled it yeah. 
Uh, as far as Gypsy's trial is concerned, this was an excellent example of prosecution and defense working together very well to find justice for the state. Right. And and because it started out, like, when they were taken into custody, it was murder in the first, yep. death penalty. You guys, you guys, fuck you guys. You guys are done. Right. And prosecution, defense, and the judge all sat down and talked to each other after all of this information came out. Mm-hmm. They took uh, death penalty off the table. They took, they even took life in prison off the table. They dropped the sentence. They dropped the charge. Excuse me, the charge down to second degree murder, mm-hmm. which she pled guilty. She pled guilty to, which is a really good plea deal. Yes, because first degree murder for her, for you, in order to prove first degree murder. You have to prove that somebody deliberated about this. And if the state would have tried to prove that, the defense would have had to try to prove that she had Munchausen by proxy, therefore could not know reality, therefore could not deliberate right from wrong. Right. So it kind of was the easy, the path of least resistance for both prosecution and defense. And honestly, she got 10 years. She'd already, by the time this documentary was filmed, she'd already done a year of mm-hmm. time. Like you said, she's going to be out in 2024. And she'll be 32. Yeah. She'll be 32. It's a fine age. I'm yeah. 34. She'll be fine. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and in the meantime, uh, Rod, her dad, and Christy? Uh, stepmom, Christy. Christy, I love her so much. Have really gone, okay, we're here for you. Like, I'm stepping back up. Right. And I'm sure Rod felt a lot of guilt for not being involved more. Sure. He, he says as much. Yeah. And, and that and that was part of, like, I want to be mad at him, too, but I'm not. Because right. just the thought of, like, I'm thinking about, like, if my kid was going through something like that. Like, walking away from your kid, basically, I get you don't want to deal with her, Dee Dee. You're also young, blah, blah, blah. People make mistakes, mm-hmm. but just that, you know, I, I keep getting that little feeling of, like, you failed her so bad. Everyone failed her so bad. The police bad. failed her. Yeah. The doctors failed her. Everybody failed this girl, yeah. and look what happened. Would her tri- life be different? She got, like, three trips to Disney. True. <laughs> True. Free trips yeah. to yeah. Disney. Anyways, yeah. So Nick um, is facing life in prison. Yes. Oh. Okay. So here's the update. Yeah. Because we're gonna we're gonna have to do some um, updating, continuating episodes. Uh, we'll we'll have Nick's corner mm-hmm. in future episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was super fascinated knowing that this documentary came out in 2017. It said that his trial was scheduled. For, I think, uh, like, March of 2017 is mm-hmm. when he was going to start trial. So, Googled him. Turns out uh, they delayed the trial mm-hmm. because he waived his right to have a trial by jury. Now, recently, as in, like, last late last year, he changed his mind. He does want a jury trial. So, then it had to get moved back again. So, currently, his trial is set for November 2018. <laughs> Which is later on this year. Yeah, 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 So, I kind of want to actively follow this. Like, I want to go, like, part two to this documentary. 
Like, I want part two. Oh, yeah. Aaron Lee Carter, get a part two. For sure. Please. Like, especially when Gypsy gets out of prison. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like a three-parter. Okay. Next trial. Yeah. Then Gypsy getting out. Yes. And they could be, like, addendums. Like, short films. Like, 20 minutes or less. Yeah. Also, I... I really hope that, A, while Gypsy's in there now, she's getting some sort of psychiatric help, but definitely when she gets out, she needs it. She oh, needs yeah. to learn how to function like a normal human being, or I feel like what she was raised in, she may either, A, get hurt by somebody else because the first person that pays her attention, she's going to go with, Yeah. or she might do some bad things. Things. Yeah. Well, and the way Rod and Christy made it sound like, like, they are, like you said, they're stepping up. They are going to be an active part of her life, especially when she gets out. And even, like, even her her grandpa and grandma, Dee Dee's uh, dad and stepmom, even they were like, yeah, she's been punished enough. Like, she's going to have a good life when she gets out. Like, she, we're, we're all going to, like, make sure of it. Yes. And side note. So, after Dee Dee died, they cremated her. <laughs> I forgot about this. Um, nobody wants her ashes. Mm-mm. The dad, Dee Dee's dad, literally said to just flush her down the toilet. Yeah. And I made my friend at work watch this, and she was like, that's so cold that they're going to flush somebody down the toilet. I was like, dude, but what nice thing did she do? I was like, I doubt they actually flushed her. <laughs> I mean, they might. I, mean, just, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, Yeah. But I loved all of the Waterboy accents running rampant through this. It was awesome. No, I love that accent. Louisiana accent is, I mean, it's a thing. It's actually... their Cajun. Yeah, their Cajun has a lot of similarities with Hawaiian pigeon. Really? Yeah, there's a couple things that... A couple little things that... They both say. Now. Both languages say. Fun history of the Cajun people. Yeah. Go listen to the dollop talking about the Arcadians. Ooh. Uh, it was a group of people that uh, came from Canada. It, and it, it it's this group of like just really hardworking people who just wanted to be like nice to everyone. Mm-hmm. And then everyone just shat on them all over, all over them and like stole their, all their stuff and kicked them out of towns and all kinds of stuff. So then they end up moving down to Louisiana out in the bayous, and they became the Cajuns. Yeah, cool. go listen to the dollop. Everyone should be listening to the dollop. Well, I we've watched Swamp People before. Okay. And that accent is everywhere. I, they have to have subtitles throughout that whole show, and I love it. Yeah. I had They're... to turn on the subtitles when I was watching Outlander. Oh. I don't think I've watched... No, I had to. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, you guys should watch this documentary. Watch it. Watch it with a glass of wine, though. Just watch it. I don't care what you're doing when you watch it. Watch it. I, it's a good one. I just I just was bummed out watching it again today. No. No. Because I, I... You are... You're a pig and shit right now. Like, you are so because happy. Because it's perfect. It's such a good it's so doc. Bonkers. It's, it's such bonkers. a wild story. You know? This I mean, is true. Mm, it has all the things. I love it. What are we? We need. We need to figure out what we're gonna watch next. Mm. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um. Hey. Hey. Uh. We're still having a music contest, a theme song contest. Yeah, guys. Did you know? Hello. 
Are you there? <laughs> uh, if you're musically inclined, mm-hmm. and if you like us, yeah, maybe come up with a little jingle for us. If you want to take like ten minutes out of your day, yeah, to make us a thirty second thing, yeah. Seriously, it could be a banjo and a tambourine. Oh, I'd listen to it. Yeah, I would too. For sure. <laughs> like, get crazy, get yeah. wild. We like it. Yeah. Just send us some stuff. Do it. Uh, do you like t-shirts? Yeah. I like t-shirts. Love them. If you want a t-shirt from us, uh-huh. let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's in the queue at gmail.com? Uh, follow us, like us, love us on all the things. Mm-hmm. Rate and review us. Do it. Please. Um, speaking of t-shirts, see my Star Wars I did see your Star Wars t-shirt and I approve of your Star Wars t-shirt. Thank, Thank you for allowing me to bring Star Wars to literally every episode of this <laughs> podcast so far. Like, even if you don't have anything Star Wars to say, you could just go, Star Wars. Oh, I know given, you would never run out of things to given say. Given enough time and leeway, I can bring anything back to Star Wars. Like, could we have a podcast where you just educate me on Star Wars? Like, start, like, each <gasps> week it's a new character storyline. <gasps> and I go, what? Yes. Huh? Who's that? Oh. What would you talk about? God, yes. I feel like Nick must have felt after nine hours in the McDonald's right now. Yes. <laughs> God, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, please. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, our next podcast will be Krishana Learns Star Wars. Yeah. All right. Well, there's our title. Yes. Can somebody Copyrighted. Help me co- can somebody help me come up with a theme song? <laughs> It'll just be like humming the Star Wars things. No, because I don't want to get sued by Disney. They, they, they won't even, we're not even a blip <laughs> on their freaking empire. Okay. Disney. They do. They are watching us yeah. right now. All right. We got to go. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Bye.